Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! Well, yes, we're going to get into this. And what are we getting into? Um, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's Define gonna be, good. No, I won't. You won't, do you want to put into perspective what good means? No, I don't. You don't want to. <laughs> Not at the beginning of this one. Like is good having like a, a great time, like a feel. Oh, we're going to have a. Like feeling fun. Are we going to have fun tonight? We're going to try to have some fun. Okay. We're going to try. Because we're going to get into this one. It's going to be a little bit different. Okay. Um. Uh, it's going to be something that we've been requested to get into a little bit more. And we haven't really got into this topic what, so much. What? And um, Well, I mean... It doesn't matter. I may vaguely... I'm just like... So people have requested this. Kind of. Not this specifically. No, but... Would the topic you're about to get into? Yeah. Um, because before, but we're gonna have fun. We, we begin. We're gonna have fun. Yeah. But um, we're gonna try. I just I wonder why people request certain things. Is all because they want us to have fun. Okay. And make me have a bad, a good I mean, time. A good time. Yeah. So just good vibes, positive feelings. Yep. It's a great time. So you think we're going to end this episode like... On a high note. For sure. Okay. Yep. All right, good. It's all encouraging stuff. May 23rd, 1950. Richard Trenton Chase was born to a possibly mentally ill mother and a authoritarian father. Now, Zach. Yep. What? When I think about having fun... That's what you think of? Having a good time. Authoritarianism. Authoritarianism always comes to mind as a thing that makes me think we're in a great direction. Good. And potentially a mother who should seek psychiatric help. Well. Who may nope. probably not get psychiatric help also sounds like a great direction we should be pursuing. Sure. Uh, again, if we're going to fun town, all roads lead... To fun town. Right. So, uh, Henry, or Henry, that's not even the right name. Richard Chase uh, ended up having a, uh, he developed hypochondria as a pretty young man. And hypochondria, as you may know, but maybe some other people don't know, is kind of the, where you believe you have a serious illness when you really don't, right? Correct. And I can't imagine, because again, okay, you're already setting the stage. 
So the man has some anxiety. Yep. Probably. From his overbearing father. And his, his maybe problematic mother. Correct. So, But she's probably fine. She's probably okay, and he probably is okay, too. I mean, he's just a little, you know, a little nervous. He, you know, people have fears. You're, you need to worry about things about your body. Right. It happens. So he... So normal is my point. Yes, very normal. Okay. Uh, so normal, in fact, that he would hold oranges onto his head, believing that vitamin C would be absorbed into his brain through diffusion. Now... What? <laughs> Uh, point of order. What? Okay. What's wrong with that? So the, uh, all right, now, if I'm off base. Nope. Just yell, yell at me, call <laughs> me stupid, okay? Sure. If I'm off base, mm-hmm. um, the man's goal is to ingest or, or vitamin or, C or to ingest the vitamin C, right? Yep. He wants it in his body. Correct. And his, um, to achieve this goal, he puts He's the oranges hold it against his head. on his head. Yep. Right next to uh, his brain, because he needs vitamin C in his body. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Has anyone ever told him um, that he has a mouth, Uh, a.k.a. his orange hole? I don't know. Where the oranges, it's like the oranges go there. Yep, That's where oranges go. Yeah, but not through diffusion. No, but I mean, imagine... That's uh, ingestion. Imagine being born with an orange hole where oranges go, and you decide to put the orange on your head. Yeah, because that's how it diffuses into your brain. I'm going to have to Google diffusion later. Anyways, okay. so that's how he took care of himself. He was getting his vitamin C. Oh, so he took care of himself, though. So yeah. he's fine. Yeah, he's healthy. He's an okay person. Yeah. Um, well, then we're good. Podcast over. Yeah. He lives. I'm assuming the oranges make him lead, lead a happy life, and then it all works out. Sure. Uh So, proceeding down the road, you know, he graduates high school, barely. Okay, oh, well. Uh, I don't know if you got that he was a smart man out of the whole orange thing, but he barely graduates high school. Well, I figured he might be a pioneer. I was hoping you were going to tell me the uh, stories of orange diffusion and how it leads to achieving great things in your life. That's where I was hoping... This podcast. I don't know why you don't think it's going that way. Okay. Well, okay. That's true. You're right. So he shouldn't assume. Graduates high school and he decides to move out of his parents' place. Good decision. And what years are we messing around with? Uh, We're in the 70s now. So you can get a job. 73. Okay. So we can. No, that's a little late. Uh, Around 70, though. So we can, you know, graduate high school, get a job, and have enough money to have your own place. Yep. What and, a cool concept that is. Science, yeah, calm science down, nerd. That's fair. That's a fair point. So he starts renting an apartment. He moves in with a couple of guys. Okay. Uh, he needed to get out of the house because, you know, he's a hypochondriac. He thinks his mom's trying to poison him. Well, I'm sure that's it's a, time to get out of the house. Mom's trying to poison me. Gotta move out. It's a coming-of-age story. Don't we all live that at some point? Mm-hmm. Mom might be trying to poison me. I better leave. Yep. Can't wait to come back for Christmas. Yeah, so he's free of that poison, and right. he decides to maybe dabble in some recreational poisons. What does that mean? Uh, he starts, he wants alcohol, marijuana, 
and LSD. So you're telling me he had a tough childhood. Yep. Maybe, well, maybe. Maybe. It's probably fine. Prob- probably fine. So he's probably not, you know, missing any emotional connections with anything. No. And when he finally has, is able to, you know, flap his wings and fly away. Yeah. Um, he needs to fill maybe a totally normal void in his body. I feel with, like you're projecting with drugs a lot on this. and alcohol. <laughs> I would never. I'm just from things I've read. I'm, I'm you know, living life. Right. So on the internet, he likes alcohol and marijuana and LSD. Can't relate. Whoa. That's right. LSD. Yeah. Haven't. Yeah. Not. Nope. Well, he liked LSD so much that eventually his roommates were like, you know what, dude, we're going to hide this. And they hid it from him because he would go on week-long trips that uh, were week-long trips. I don't know what I need to tell you outside of that, but it's a long time. That's Yeah, that's the, uh, your roommate's making the, uh, what's called the executive decision. Yeah, because they're tripping too. They're like, they're like having a good time, and then they're like, dude. That's too much, man. It's too much. You need to calm down. He's like, but I'm normal and fine, like my entire childhood and my life. They're like, that's cool, dude, but like, that's still too much. Yeah. Well, eventually he starts boarding up his door to his room and barricading the closet. And that's fine. They don't make too much of that. What's well, his own private space? He's doing his thing. He's a little awkward. They get it. Yeah, he's kind of a weird dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's fine. Weird. What even is normal? You know what I mean? Like, there's many ways you can live your life. So normal if someone is wants relative. To, if someone wants to board up their closet and stay in their... Um, Maybe you're the weird one because you're not boarding up your closet. I mean, I've had that thought. I'm like, you know, my closet isn't boarded up. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Well, eventually he he really liked walking around naked. His, his roommates were... A little weirded out by it. But, Why? Well, because he was naked. Why, though? What's Is that not... You're not supposed to do that? Amongst well, strangers that you're living with? I mean, they're not strangers. They're just roommates, so... Yeah, well, okay. So, amongst people you're living with, you're not supposed to do that? I don't oh, know. Oh, never mind. One in Rome, you know? Yeah, one in Rome. So, okay. he, he liked it. Uh, he was a big fan of walking around naked. <laughs> That's fine. The roommates, though, they, you know, they didn't think the whole when in Rome thing, and they eventually got a little upset about it. Maybe, Why? I they don't know. They weren't on board? It was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, though, uh, Richard here is starting to date, you know, the ladies. Okay, well, that, I mean, if he's having some trouble, that should well be fine. Like, you know, getting out, meeting people. More human interaction. He didn't get a lot of that at home. It was weird. Get some new influences in your life. That could be a better thing. That could... I mean, you're a young adult. You're going to start experimenting with maybe a little bit of alcohol, maybe a little bit of LSD. Sure. Whatever you do. Sure, yeah. Just a little bit of LSD, as you do. And then the women start coming around. Once you start popping... I was going to say popping... Alcohol, you don't pop alcohol. That's not what you do. Well, okay. And then, you know, doing the LSD, girls just come swooning, I guess. Is that... Well, I don't know if that's necessarily how that goes. Oh, that seems not correct? No, that seems Mm -hmm. uh, ill-informed. Counterintuitive? But 
Damn he's it. a young man. Okay. And ladies come around. Okay. He finds that he's having trouble keeping a girlfriend, though. Because, Why? Because, well. He seems fine. He, he can't maintain an erection. <laughs> well. So that's a problem. I right? mean, if you're trying to uh, I, do the thing, yeah, yeah. you got to do the thing. So he's struggling to keep a lady around. He's maybe not having the best time. The oranges aren't working great. Why? Uh, Got a lot of questions. <laughs> Why? He's still walking around nude. Has he figured out how to put them in his mouth yet? Do they go into his mouth or his head? Uh, on his head? No. Okay. All right. So. So he's th- thinking maybe it's an issue with his blood. You know, he's a hypochondriac. He's got something going on. Uh, With like like the blood flow not going to the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. So he thinks that's a problem. So All he's right. going to stand on his head in the corner of the room every once in a while uh, to make sure blood's flowing right, I guess. I mean... His which, roommate which, said that he would... Which head is he concerned about? Uh... What is he trying to... His brain. Okay. But either way, he's going to stand on his head in the corners every once in a while to his roommate's kind of confusion. And he sometimes puts like oranges on his feet or what? rubs them on him. Mm. I, I mean, I hate to keep doing this to you, but why? On his feet? I don't know. You got to stop asking questions, man. He's, I just want to know. Well... All right. I'll He's, be, it's good I'm, for him. I'm sure it'll make sense as the story continues. Right. Uh, so he's moved out of his house. Okay. Because his mom was trying to poison him. He's living with his friends. He's tripping on <sighs> LSD constantly, smoking marijuana. It's a good drinking mix. alcohol. It's a good mix. Yeah. So eventually, his roommates get kind of fed up with him. Right? Can you oh, imagine that? It's a little it's a little much, maybe? The naked man in the corner with oranges on his feet? Right. He's doing it in, not just in front of them. Like Maybe there's a party, and he's just doing it anyways. Uh, so they get sick of him. They are going to move out. Or they're trying to get him to move out because they like the place. But right. But that's not working out because this man is... Uh, he's barricaded himself in his room every once in a while. It's fine. So they're going to try to get him to move out. Not happening. They move out. Eventually, he can't find another roommate. He ends up moving back in with his parents. It happens. It's fine. That's true. But, I mean, I feel like we're... Okay. There's things maybe escalating. No. And perhaps... Why? Perhaps you... (laughs) Thank you. Perhaps you set the stage where, like, we're going to, like, a certain kind of place. Nope. But I do, I do, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Yep, probably. But I do feel like you're building to a moment where, like, he's going to, like, his life is at a bad point, but, like, it's going to turn around. Like. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel maybe we're building to, like, an uplifting moment. He comes home. He reconnects with his mother. They have a good relationship. It gives him confidence to go back out into the world. And it's all positive vibes. From here on out. 
Yeah, his dad uh, just thinks he needs to put in the work and get a good job, and uh, everything will turn up roses. Always the jobs. Yeah, I mean, his dad is, you know, one of those guys that just dig your heels in, get a good job, and everything will work work out, you know? So, uh, eventually he, you know, the parents get kind of sick of him living back at home, so they get him his own apartment. So they get him his own apartment. He moves out, and he's been out there a while. He can't keep a job down, really. Uh, He's doing his best. And his dad's trying to check in on him and can't get a hold of him. So he decides to go over there. Concerning. Yeah. He goes over there, and he finds him not doing so good. Uh, Something's very wrong, and he's taken to the hospital. So he takes him to the hospital, and they find out that he has blood poisoning because he injected his veins with rabbit's blood. Because. Uh, Yeah. Well. Okay. Richard Chase here has been uh, murdering small animals since the time that he was a young boy. And he's been drinking their blood. Now. What? uh, (laughs) Now, you were leading me on a path. No. You weren't? Oh, yeah, I definitely was. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay, well, I was. Okay, never mind. Um, Troubled childhood. Um, What? Maybe maybe, um, the, the, uh, the naked standing. Does clearly doesn't know how doesn't oranges. know how doesn't know how oranges work. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he didn't realize to put oranges in his mouth. That's not how you get the vitamin C. He felt he was lacking blood in his blood supply. Yes, maybe that's why he couldn't get an erection. I mean, yeah. Hashtag science. Mm-hmm. And then he decides to inject the blood. I mean, he puts it into his body at least. He didn't put. It's not like he put through like blood on him and thought it was going to go inside of his body. Uh, it's oranges. That's fair. It's his thing. So, but I mean, not that that's better, because like that's not great. And of course, you get ah oh, Christ. And I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I understand why I wasn't told about the uh, animal murders earlier. Well. Because, you know, it's a good sign of a healthy life and a good future. What? Murder. <laughs> Murdering animals. Small animals? Small, tiny Helpless? animals. Helpless animals who have no control over what you're doing to them. Right. Yes. Well, he uh, had been drinking the blood of these animals and killing them for years at this point. This is a secret that you kept from me that I don't appreciate. (laughs) Well, so he... Ah, Christ. He got blood poisoning because he... Surprise. Because apparently drinking the blood wasn't enough. So he decided to inject the blood of rabbits into his body uh, because he'd been buying rabbits and... or catching them. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. To do this. Now, you noticed 
Um, you noticed. I noticed you telling me he like he he noticed that he had a problem, and of course, his significant other did too, with the um, you know, the performance issue. He wasn't injecting himself in his, you know. No, not that I know of. But I mean, he'll put oranges on his fucking head, but he's not going to inject blood into his. If things blood needs to go there. No, I I don't know where he injected himself. It's almost like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's fine. I'm making a leap. He's fine. Making a huge leap. He's not doing anything crazy. It's fine. It seems all normal and fine, right? Yep. Okay. Definitely, we're going to redefine fine here. Fine. We'll have a new definition. Oh, fine. God. What did we say in the beginning of the episode? Did we talk about having fun? Yeah. Are we going to redefine fun this episode, Zach? We're going to redefine a lot of shit. And what do people usually request we do that we don't address a lot? Have fun? I'm, I'm not liking, yeah. Can't you guys just have fucking fun for once? Well, here we go. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he's taken to the hospital, and he is, uh, like I said, a hypochondriac. Right. He's worried that his heart is, it stops be- beating, or somebody's stolen his pulmonary artery. Uh, uh, you got to pause for a second. What? I mean, um... His heart. Yeah, his heart. I get, you know, your heart not working great. He's concerned that he's missing an artery, that it was stolen. That someone took it? Yeah, that's That someone took his pulmonary? Mm Mm-hmm. So he's institutionalized in a mental institution. So Uh, somebody did their job, yeah? Yeah. This guy's got to get in here right now. Yep. All right. So... He's institutionalized because... Because why? Well, there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> Is there? Mm-hmm. I couldn't have guessed. I couldn't have imagined. So, he was institutionalized because he injected rabbit's blood into his body. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I thought... I was under the impression that was a normal thing a rational man does. He was diagnosed with God, Renfield Syndrome. Which is clinical vampirism. It's an obsession with drinking blood. And he was also diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. Okay. Seems like not a good combination. Probably not. Like, it seems like a recipe for, like, not good things to happen. Um, I don't know if that's a recipe for fun. I have my doubts right now. I have doubts. It's fine. Um, So he's... I got a fixation with blood, and he's checked into this mental institution, and the doctors call him Dracula. You know what doesn't help? What? Um, clinical professionals. I don't think they were calling it to his face. No, of course not. Hey, Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Drac. I mean, I could also be wrong on that because hey, blood seventies and mental health. That was so. my next question. I was about to. I almost forgot what year. No one gave a shit. Uh, well, I wouldn't say no one did. Zero but. people give a shit about people's well-being and mental health. Yeah, I don't know if that's zero. Accurate. No one. They're like, "What are we doing?" All right, well, you're getting out of control. This is here. a waste of time. Put this guy in a fucking ditch. We don't care. Well, they called him Dracula because they would often find him uh, in his room with dead birds in the window that had broken necks, and he would be covered in blood. Broken neck. Because he would 
catch birds and break their necks and drink their blood. And Zach, when's the last time you even thought you could conceivably catch a bird? Right now. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can I go watch you catch birds right now? There's no birds out. It's nighttime. Oh, we'll find them. Okay. You want to go find some birds? I'm going to catch an owl. Oh, my God. Those things are predators. They might fuck you up. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. They're going to hurt you. You, you got to look for... I mean, if you go for an adult owl, the thing's going to mess you up. Yeah. Uh, so... My point is, this seems like an unreasonably hard thing to do. This man has found a way to get birds and not only get them, capture them, acquire them, and consume them. Yeah, they would find him in, like, the yard of this place, I guess. Did he have bird traps? I'm just asking random questions. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, But he would be covered in blood and feathers sometimes and would apparently be catching birds and... Like they caught the cat? Like, oh, the cat's in the yard fucking around. Oh, you killed a bird. Yeah. Just juice boxing birds here. Just catching them, breaking their necks. It's like a Capri Sun. Just oh pop. my god. There you go. Guzzle. Well, that's gross. <laughs> I just That's fine, right? It's a lot to hand no, it's yeah, I'm sure it'll again. This is the point where people in the hospital notice Dracula has an issue. And they're like, Hey Dracula I mean, Richard, come here. We get like, they take a special interest in him. He turns his life around and goes on to like, you know, we're in a car dealership, or like he becomes a teacher. We're, or, we're we're on the cusp, right, of something. Or he starts stealing used syringes and drawing the blood of the therapy dogs in the uh, mental institution here. Now I, I don't know what the opposite of like becoming a teacher is, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's. <laughs> is it not that? <laughs> I don't know if the opposite of becoming a teacher is stealing syringes and. Sucking out dog blood, but I mean, well, it's got to be close. He's drinking it then too. Uh, he's, he's, you know, yep. Well, gu- guzzling it down, stealing dogs' blood. You have to use syringes. Everything's fine. It's and they, fine. You think I might? I mean, I'm not like I'm trying to like keep myself composed here, but you think I might be overreacting to the situation? Maybe I think you're overreacting a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, because it's a podcast called Weird and Feared. We we're talking about a man in a mental hospital named Dracula, stealing the, dogs' blood by the doctor, stealing dogs' blood. Who also has a way to catch birds, which I'm still confused about. Again, if he's called Dracula, I'm not. I'm not going to presume. I mean, we know about vampires. You know stuff. I know stuff. Okay, well, I'm not going to say he's glamoring birds, but, like, is that possible? It's definitely possible, because I, I don't know that. how he's catching birds. I hate that it's possible. So he's, like, the bird's, like, mystified, and it comes in, he's like, ah! I have no idea how he's catching the birds. I don't know. It's weird, and though. I feel like maybe that's a part of the story I shouldn't be dwelling on. Maybe. But let's go back to uh, his roommates a little bit. Oh, they're still part of the story. Well, they were. I just skipped over some stuff. All right, go on. All right, I'm here. So before he was checked into the mental institution, they like to drink. They like to party. Makes I mean, sense. it's the 70s. The LSD, the, the they're, drugs. They're, they're late-stage hippies, basically. Okay. You know. Yeah. They're, they miss the summer love, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's the autumn of love. Yeah, sure. That's what I'll call it. 
Cool. I'm good with that. Yeah, Autumn of Love. Uh, one of the things I came across was one of the roommates discussing how he came home one time. He knew Richard was a weird roommate, right? It's hard to miss. He lived with him for months at this point. Yeah. He was weird. He locked himself in his room. He's walking around naked. He's tripping for weeks. It's like, hey, Rich, you got to, like, come on, man. Yeah. So he comes home one time, and he hears the blender running in the uh, the kitchen. All right. And he's like, hey, Rich, what are you doing? And he just gets uh, making cocktails back. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm okay. So then he goes into the uh, the kitchen, he's like, oh, cocktails, yeah. I haven't been been sober for the past... 12 hours, what do we got here? Um, I mean, cocktails would get my attention. Yeah, cocktails. Oh, shit, dude. You're making a whole blender full of cocktails? Well, you're not going to... Clearly, like, you're not going to drink all of that, so like, can I have, like, a glass? Yeah, but then he gets back in the room, and he's like, oh, shit. What, uh... You spilled something here a little bit. It's red and sticky. What? And there's, like, a... Oh, it's a... Like a Bloody Mary? Well, it's like that's like tomatoes. Well, that looks stuff? like a bloody fingerprint on the trash oh, can. So, like, why is it on the trash can? So you're just sitting there blending ice and something, and I'm gonna open this trash can up here and. I don't know if you should do that. Oh shit, that's a raccoon tail. Well, I feel like this is there's like this a non sequitur. It's like he's making cocktails as a raccoon. Clearly, these things aren't connected. There's no way. So there's... he's like, hey, is this uh, is this blood on this table? No answer, really. I'm just making cocktails. And uh, that was about the last straw. Because what he could gather was that Richard Chase here was... No, uh, no he's... No. Well... No? He was making a cocktail. Sure, fact. Yep. It was sure, Jack Daniels, Coke, Ice, and Raccoon Innards. Well... I don't know what the worst part of that is, but the like the not greatest oh, it's part. It's definitely the raccoon innards. Is no, no. I just. <laughs> Other than that, you're looking at Jack and Coke. I mean, no, but the fact, like he when he answered the question, "What are you doing making cocktails?" He wasn't wrong. No, he was not wrong. He's making a cocktail. He was making a cocktail. Um, and also, like, how do you just catch a raccoon? <laughs> how do you just like? Does he have traps? How do you just catch these things? I don't I mean, know. This, I mean, clearly he's on a healthy path that will go fine. But, like, how do you glamour a raccoon? I mean, you just throw trash in the trash can. And then you close the lid. That's all you do. Uh, you thought about that. I don't like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I got to catch this raccoon. How do you do it? Get in here. <laughs> you never had a, tr- a trash pan to pop out of your trash and startle the shit out of you? No, have you for real? What? Yeah. I haven't. No, I never. Oh, God. No, that's amazing. All right. He used to scare the shit out of me when I worked for the park district. Oh, fuck. Well, that. Okay. <laughs> They're angry motherfuckers. <laughs> Something like a house. That makes... I mean, I've had it at, at the have house, you, too. Fuck. Yeah. I'm... No. Anyway, so uh, Richard Chase, yes, 
was eventually deemed no longer a threat to society. So he's released to custody. Uh, well, he was just released, but his mom picked him up. Someone had to, a human being, um, or a panel of human beings made that decision. He's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. He's just been drinking birds. It's fine. <sighs> so he was released after he was given a treatment of psychotropic drugs, and he was no longer deemed a danger to society. It's almost like medicine works. Yeah, and he was released into his mother's custody. So this is the part where he turns his life around, becomes a teacher, and teaches kids to behave properly. Maybe he's a math teacher, social studies, and he just lives a good life from here on out. Yeah, or his mother decides that he is sluggish and weird on this medication, so she starts weaning him off of it. So, hmm? I mean, again, why? Well, because he's sluggish, he was sluggish and, and weird. weird. He's not himself. Uh, you know what? When I look at my son... He's not who I raised. I don't think I want to poison him anymore. Mm-hmm. So let's get, let's get my son back. He's acting, you know... He's not acting like himself, which, again, is what you don't want. Right. But he ends up deciding to go on a little trip. He goes on vacation. Okay. Because it's fine. His dad gives him like 400 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells him to have a nice trip. He's going to D.C. He's going to... What? Oh, I was just thinking... I mean... It's fine. Not. I mean, the paranoid schizophrenia and the obsession with government and just going to D.C. Can only... I mean, it's, just, it's not also not a good... I mean, whatever. I don't... I'm he sure it'll be fine. He has a good trip... Okay, well, good. That's and nice. he drives back west to California. Yeah. He's bought a new car. Okay. Swapped out cars. Uh, can you, I mean, not to, aside from his totally normal life, but can you imagine going, just going on a trip? From California to D.C.? And having enough money to be like, I'm just going to buy a new car. Yeah, no, $400 is not even gas money to get there. It's very frustrating. Anyways the world we live in but i mean good i mean again he's living a good life he's gonna be doing he's turning over a new leaf sure he drank a few birds yep. and injected a few or um what's the uh his drew drew, drew his new blood car from- is found uh by pyramid lake nevada okay on a reservation and okay. the police are looking at this vehicle and they're like well there's a bucket of blood in there that's weird. I mean, it's true. Our boy would have that. Well, but there's a liver floating in it. Um, is it a bunny? Is it a? It's a little larger than that. Is it a? Is it? Well, he he had an affinity for raccoons. Yeah. Would that be much larger larger than a rabbit's? Uh, it's I'm just a little thinking, bit bigger. Um, uh, but they're starting to look around. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" Good question. And they got their flashlights out, and then they spot a naked man, covered in blood. And he runs away from them. Can you imagine being that guy? No. Like, ah! Oh, shit. Ah! Oh, I got caught with my pants around my ankles. (laughs) 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 Well, they're going to run away. He's going to run away. Oh, I I just meant... He's going to get caught. Yeah, well, sure, I meant the guy who found him. Oh, God. (laughs) That'd be a nightmare. (laughs) Oh, my God! Yeah, bad Uh, time. the, The lead up with the blood... And then, like, the the liver? 
Oh, it'd be... F- then the guy? And then you're like, this dude's covered in There's blood. There's a guy... It's yeah, like, fuck that. It's just amazing that there was enough self-control where, like, a gun wasn't pulled and just shot. Well, they caught him. That's good. And then they released him. Not bad. Well, it wasn't people blood. So, like, it's just fine? It's fine. So, like... I mean, not that when I he, want. Anyone. He got caught. He said it was his blood leaking out of his body. It wasn't his. He, yeah, <laughs> it was his blood leaking out of his body. For a man concerned with biological function, that thinks oranges get into you, he was diffusing. His, his blood was leaving. Yeah, his but so his blood left through his body. Yeah, but he's got it. He has to absorb it. So. Yeah. He um he was released because it was not human blood. So like I read a couple different accounts. One said it was a cow, one said it was a dog. So like the cow's finally got covered in blood. He's got a liver in the back. Yep. But he's naked in a bucket. He's and he's he, probably he, been drinking the blood. He's been drinking the blood, of yep. course. And he's probably been drinking the blood. And probably I mean honestly, probably not sober because he seems to not be that ever. Mm, that's true. So he's a drunk man who has a liver, and he's, he's in his truck, and he's covered in blood, and he's going to run away. And no one thinks, like, I mean, even though, like, a crime hasn't, I guess, been committed. Mm, I guess. The 70s. He's like, he's just been, uh, strange times. Yeah, well, he's been adopting dogs this time. And, uh... Why? To, to raise... I, well, I know why. Well, he adopted two from the same couple at one point. To raise them. And they and found it desiccated in their no, front they, yard okay. a couple days after. Two days after. Right. Okay. The other one was missing. Well, presumed adopted. Okay. But... I mean, like... I don't know if you got this vibe from me. What? But I was kind of hoping... Or thinking... It's fine. That when you presented this story to me, there was going to be a point where he turned over a new leaf because, like, you know, people people change, and he was going to become a better human being. Just, Adapting dogs has a camera. It's fine. All right. Okay, so that, that's... So what you're telling me is that might be coming still. Yeah. It might be coming still. I just want to have fun and feel good. He's been adopting dogs, and... That's fine. He's also been buying guns. Well, a gun. I guess that's all you need. Right. He's got to protect his dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, Uh, obviously, because they're being threatened by, like, you know. Somebody. Some some thing. Yeah. Some water creature. I don't know who. So he's. Got to keep him safe. He lied on. What? what This man might be a liar. What gun oh control laws there were at the time? They were just asking you questions, and he lied. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, Surprise. He buys a twenty-two pistol. All right. Uh, at this point, if I didn't mention it already, he's living on his own again. Okay. Because his dad, you know, just get a good job and straighten yourself out. I love that. Get a job. You'll be fine. So he got him in his own apartment. So he's on his own again. Okay. And... His neighbors are complaining about gunshots in the apartment. And like in the actual apartment? In his apartment. You're right. 
This is fine. It's fine. It's okay. He's just practicing his aim. In his house. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they start complaining about to the landlord about him walking around, just openly walking around with a pistol. Well, that's just him exercising his Second Amendment right. What's strange about that? Uh, just a man outside with a gun. Enough. It's roaming. About that. Weird. I don't know. It just seems like an, a, a normal thing to do. I'm all about. Just a. Having a gun. Patriotic thing to do. Is walking around walk with it. It's a walk, little weird. Walking around in your front yard where other people live, brandishing your pistol. So he he's confronted <sighs> about it. and Good call. They tell him to, like, you know, why are you walking around with a gun? So then he starts walking around with a towel. That's obviously wrapped around a gun. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't see the gun. So that's fine. So plausible deniability. Yep. Is it a gun? No. No, just a man with a towel who used to have a gun. Yeah, he just used to walk around with a gun in his hand, but now he walks around with a towel. I think that guy still has a gun. Nah, man, just a towel. Yep. So things are going well. That's the theme mm-hmm. of this episode. Things are going fine and well. December 29th, 1977. Richard Chase uh, killed his first victim in a drive-by shooting. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Was it, what do you mean? Like, okay, like first victim is like he's, he's moved on oh, from like, just, like, he's moved on from like dogs and bunnies and cows to like a sheep. His first sheep victim? Yeah. His first, like, or did he kill, like, a deer uh, victim? He killed no? an engineer. A, this deer had a job? A 50 year was an engineer? Father of two. It's an old... Uh, Who could well, have seen this coming? Well, maybe any number of the medical professionals who knew he was taking dog's blood and drinking <sighs> and killing blood. and glamoring birds into his mouth. Well, he killed this man. Uh, his wife thought that he was, or he was helping his wife with the groceries. Okay. And she came back out of the house to find him collapsed in the driveway. And she believed he had been a victim of a, a heart attack. Because being a twenty-two pistol, it's a small... Right, yeah. She's not seeing... Bullet wounds. Right. And she didn't hear anything. No. Which I still, even being a low caliber gun, I don't understand how you couldn't hear that in a nice neighborhood where they lived. But for whatever reason. I mean, again, maybe something was back. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know why you'd think it was a car sound. But again, also, it, you wouldn't think gun because you're just, it's unloading groceries in your own home. Yep. That's where you're supposed to be safe. Yes. But he was rushed to the hospital, and they found out he had died from two gunshot wounds to the chest. So you're telling me... Um, we're going to have fun? We're going to have a lot of fun, because it sounds like... What? Richard isn't going to get any better. He'll get better. It's fine. It sounds like he... Uh, well... I think everybody knows what it fucking sounds like. I think everybody knows what it fucking sounds like. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think everybody knows what it sounds like. I mean, it was, I mean, the fact that you you delayed telling me how long, uh, you know, how soon he was killing animals, 
That would have been the immediate number one red flag about things being not great. But again... Two weeks later. Oh, fuck. After he killed that engineer, he attempted to enter the home of a woman. But the doors were locked. So he walked away. Being Dracula... For fucking sake. He saw open doors as an invitation. Locked doors, not an invitation to enter the household. I love our weird code right now. Well, it's about to get weirder because I'm pretty sure he breaks the window on the next house well, that he, he came into. Which, which, what any good, I mean, you, you make your, you have your rules, but there's always a workaround. Yeah. Can't go and lock doors. Windows? Fair game. I could be off on that, but I think that's what happened. But he w- went into the next house. And he pilfered the whole thing and just tore it apart. Uh, eventually, they came home during said pilfering, and the husband chased him out of the house, tried to catch him, and he ended up losing him when he hopped a fence. I mean... The husband came home to find out that the man that he had chased out of his house had peed in the clothes drawer of his child and defecated on his bed. The child's bed. That's, um... That's not where pee and poop is supposed to go. No. Like, this obsession, like, he's a kid, there's a weird childhood trauma shit going on here. Just, who knows, jealousy, maybe, I just... I don't know. It's fine. Right? No. It's not fine. Yeah, we're past. We're past. Fine. Well, are we having fun? Mm-hmm. Are we about to have fun? I don't. Maybe. Ah, uh, god damn it! I wish the answer was. It's no. We're not. It was no. <laughs> there's no more fun. Because on January twenty third, nineteen seventy eight, uh, Richard Chase broke into the house of a twenty two year old pregnant woman named Teresa Wallen, and. She had a shot through her hand as if she tried to block whatever was coming towards her. And then a shot in her skull and a second shot after she had collapsed through her skull. Okay. Things are escalating. What? what? Hmm. They're getting worse? He then had... Oh, my God. Sexual intercourse with a corpse, and he repeatedly stabbed the woman's chest with a butcher's knife that he retrieved from the kitchen. Uh, He also removed multiple organs, which he repeatedly stabbed to increase the blood flow, and then he used a bucket to collect said blood and a yogurt cup out of the trash to drink the blood. He cut off one of her nipples and continued to drink blood. And if that wasn't offense enough, he went into the gar- the yard after that, where he retrieved all of the dog feces and came in and stuffed it down the murder victim's throat, which her husband had to come home and find. It just gets, I mean, it just gets worse. It's fucking 
It doesn't stop. Abominable. I mean, it's barbarism is like an understatement because it's repulsive. Barbarians, when this is next level. I mean, call them Dracula, yeah. Yeah. Vampires are like demons, yeah. Yes. So like, there's some demon in hell somewhere. Who's like, man? What the fuck, man? Yeah. There's a demon poking somebody, ripping flesh off a tortured, tormented, evil soul. He's like looking up to Earth because they, you know, they have powers. What they do? Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, what's this guy doing? Like, what are you doing, man? Not good. This, what is that? A pregnant? The family? This what is, are you doing? This is when I stopped having fun. Well, yeah, because you know he can he he and ha ha to. It's like, oh my god, man. No way. Yep. Yeah, no way. It's a bad fucking dude. Yep. This shit's depressing. Yep. And I mean... Sure is. I mean, it's news to me. Didn't know this guy existed until today, and now I'm already appalled and offended and disgusted. Yeah, well, four days later, Richard Chase entered the home of 38-year-old Evelyn Miroth. She was babysitting. Uh, she was watching her 22-month-old nephew, and she also had a six-year-old son. Uh, but at the time that Chase entered the home, I believe it was just Evelyn and the 22-month-old nephew. Uh, she was shot, and... Similar to the last one, she was raped post-mortem, which is necrophilia. Her corpse was cannibalized and her blood drinking. Her eye was stabbed out. She was... Well, you can't leave that there, I guess. She was raped with a knife. That's not what you want to do. No, none of this is fun. Um, at some point, the... Uh, her friend Danny Meredith came back home with the six-year-old son. They were both shot down immediately. A concerned neighbor eventually came over because they were supposed to meet up. Mm -hmm. And the knock on the door from another child, who the neighbor sent their child over to their neighbor's house, which is not... Yeah, it's not unusual. It's a safe neighborhood. Right. Wouldn't... Is not unexpected. Just next door. But that knock on the door scared this man off. This fucking monster off, really. Uh, and then the neighbors, growing concerned, eventually broke into the home to find the worst fucking just, nightmare they could yeah. have walked into. Just literal hell on earth. Yep. Literal just... You know what? I wouldn't go on a limb and say I hate this fucking guy. That's fair. I'm just saying that for the record. Yeah. Hate this fucking guy. Yep. I mean, I can't even... I mean, obviously you said imagine, and I was. But, like, imagining it. No. So he uh, ran away, and the police were called. I didn't give you the story of a high school relative or not relative a high school student that went to school with this guy was accosted at some point uh 
during these weeks where he was on his rampage, we'll call it. Uh, but she, oh, she, so he's just going about doing daily fucking tasks. Cause he's in the middle of his murder spree. Yeah, actually, they said that like his parents said that this was the most normal he had been in years. Hey, you know what that fucking means? He's feeling fulfilled mm-hmm. by his mania. Yep. And his mom's like, "Oh, my son." Yeah. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. But she reported the weird encounter she had had with him trying to grab her car oh. door open and right this high school yeah acquaintance or former classmate. And so when she saw all these murders happening, she reported to the police. And because she was like, oh, this sounds just like the guy that I know from high school and just was a weird encounter with him. Right. And so they found out that through that, he fit the entire criteria. All these murders took place less than a mile from his home. And they charged... Or they sent out an arrest for him for five counts of murder, even though the child was still missing, that 22-month-old. Which, just a kid, a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, they eventually arrested him. They used some trickery to bring him out of the house, and... I mean... It was pretty simple, but they called the house to make sure that he was there. They showed up police at the door, and they made a big thing about leaving, and then eventually he was like, oh, I got to ditch this shit and get out of here. And it didn't fool him because the police were waiting and watching. Uh, The house where the 22-month-old child had gone missing, they had found brain matter in the bathtub. The child was missing. They found more brain matter in his home afterwards, and two months later, they found the body in, like, I think it was a McDonald's, like, two blocks away or something ridiculous. Just everything is terrible. And he had uh, apparently taken the body home, cannibalized it at home, drank the blood, among other things that I don't even want to mention. The visuals are overwhelming, even without saying specific things. It's it got real gross. Um, <clears throat> He's just living in human beings. In their, and it, what makes up a human being is just all around him and over him. He's in it. It's just a... <sighs> he... The police said when they entered the apartment, everything was smeared in blood. It smelled like rot. Can't imagine why. He had a fridge with bone fragments, a blender with bone fragments. And blood and just rot. I mean, he's a literal monster. This is a man that has been killing people, eating them, and drinking their blood. And he's been adopting dogs and cats and rabbits for multiple decades at this point. He's got to have his cocktails. decade at least. Got to have his cocktails. And he's drinking blood, eating raw meat and organs. And he's a fucking monster. I mean, some people are just broken. He's just a broken person. He's broken. Mm-hmm. He's not. Ma- he's not. He's broken. Yep. And you can't fix it. No nope. one can fix it. 
Well, maybe if his mom kept him on his fucking medicine, she could have. He should never have been released after they were. Right. He was drinking what the blood of birds. What kind of doctor sees somebody drinking blood to birds? And stealing dog's blood. I mean, that's the one thing, like, well, this guy can't leave. If that's not crazy, I don't know what the fuck is. I mean, it's as crazy as you can get. I mean, I will, you know, honestly, it's as crazy as you can get. He's doing what with who? Well, he was deemed fit enough to stand trial and sentenced to first-degree murder and given the death penalty. I mean, I suppose that part counts. That part's good for something. I'm fine with this man dying. Yeah, I'm not sad. (laughs) I wouldn't be sad. That verdict is what he needs. The fact that they upped it, yeah, because they're like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get him in there. So he stood, he went to death row in California, and it takes years for the death penalty to be enacted, which is fine. Yeah, because, I mean, mean, honestly, if it's going to be a thing, you want it, because you want to make sure, you know, everything is, you want to make sure it's all, you don't want an innocent person to be, Subjected to this because they didn't, if they didn't do it, right. it's not their punishment. Well, this guy's so, definitely not. Yeah, well, well, this guy's not. This guy sucks. Absolutely right. And but it takes a second. Yeah. FBI profilers in the seventies eventually like interview him and stuff. I can only imagine these interactions. He My says Lord. it was UFO Nazis that were. I mean, fuck this guy. Claiming that he needed to steal the blood of his victims so that they wouldn't kill him. Oh, um, so that's so that he was the real victim here. Yeah, he also said that the prison or prisoners were trying to poison him because when the FBI interviewer met with him, I yeah. guess he had macaroni in his pockets because he'd been hiding it, pretending he ate it. Um, yeah, when you're when you're hiding your noodles, you just get you know. There's something else going. It's, I mean, you've reached another level. Yeah. So. There is some truth to that because prisoners were so freaked out by this guy, the vampire of Sacramento. They were so freaked out by him that they did try to convince him to kill himself all the time. Again. Because they didn't want to be around this monster. Not sad about it. No. Doesn't really hurt me at all to say I'm not sad about that. Oh, and when they caught him, the cop that took him down one of the detectives was like he said if he runs i will execute him basically (sighs) and then when he ran because he did run he threw a box of bloody shit at them and said not bloody shit i need to specify it unfortunately unfortunately the bloody things yes because he just lives in blood yeah he threw a box of bloody rags and stuff at him and so he, the cop, the detective took him down and had his pistol drawn and everything, but said when the moment came, he realized there's a difference between him and this man because he's not a cold-blooded killer. So he just leveled a good old pistol whip at him instead of executing I mean, him, which I can fully support. Yeah, it's appropriate. Just, I mean, he said this guy. He said he wanted to give him the same opportunity he gave his victims, which is zero. Right. But he instead said, "I'm not a cold-blooded killer," and beat the shit out of him instead. Which, I mean, 
it's this guy. Yeah. This one individual is running away. They just, they know he's is blood. There's bi- babies he's dead. He's covered in blood. He stinks like yeah. shit. Yeah. There's no there's blood everywhere. Right. We got to go through the motions here, but knock him on his ass, get him in there, go through the motions, and get him in jail, and then do the thing. Yeah. Well. Like this guy is such an exceptional case in like the worst way. Like he stands above so you know what I mean? Like he's this guy's out of control. Yeah. Well, he killed himself. Uh, sad in about prison. It. Real sad about it. No, I'm not. Yeah, real hashtag sad. December twenty sixth, the day after Christmas, nineteen eighty. Well he was found ooh. dead in his cell. He maybe because of all the other prisoners trying to get him to commit him, commit suicide did it. Otherwise, some people think that uh, he was trying to cure himself one final time, so he saved up a bunch of these antidepressants he was supposed to be taking and did it all at once. Either way, that is how the vampire of Sacramento met his end, and I'm not upset about it. Yeah, how could you be? No. Yeah, good, fine, okay, whatever. I'm more upset about a bunch of the shit I had to read about this guy. I mean, just what a dark... I mean, honestly, it's one of the darker things we've talked about. It's very dark. The fucked up thing is, he should have never been released from that mental institution. Yeah, it's a, it's a failure of epic proportions. It's just a disaster. If, if you know he's drinking bird blood, you're like, this guy ain't done yet. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna keep him in here. They had him. Yeah, it's it's fucked. So we had people requesting more serial killers. He's a kind of a spree serial killer, but man, when I, mean, I come across a vampire story and I'm like, oh, vampire of Sacramento. You know what vampires that are? That sounds interesting. Fun. Yeah. There you go, serial killer fans. I, I did one for you. I just love it, guys. Like, yeah, it's always intriguing and crazy, but like, it's like gore porn. Yeah. Even just talking about it. Meanwhile, you know, you just want to talk about some guy who thought I saw a fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did it, though. I hope you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> that one's for the fans. Thanks for your support. Thanks for. Making me stumble into the, I mean, maybe one of the worst ones I've ever read about. I mean, it's a lot. It's <laughs> because tough. I was like, oh, vampire, Ooh, right? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. No, this is a maniac oh. that drinks blood. And, and like before people. you, before you know, it, you're just by your computer clicking, just a frown, total silence by yourself. Like, oh. yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, Fun. Yeah. Nailed well. it. Cool guys. Well, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. I mean, thanks. You know, thanks for your support. Yep. That one's that one's a shout out to you guys who want that. And I mean, if you support the show, follow us on the patreoncom weirdandfeared. You support the show, get behind the veil. It's a bonus episode where we keep talking after the podcast. Probably have a few cool stories to tell about this episode when the podcast is off the air. I don't know about that. Uh, okay, maybe not. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, we're on all the social medias, mainly Instagram, um, but we're all over the place. And uh, anchor.fm slash weird and feared, leave us a voice message um, about how you saw a Bigfoot or a lizard man or something like that. That would be cool to talk about or to read about or to hear about. 
Um, but yeah, guys. Hey. Just take a deep breath. And stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.